You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back, and this is episode 201. We made it. We made it to 201. Make sure you go check out the archives. Do me a favor, actually. Go back. Check them out. I've been talking to a lot of comics, very funny people. Uh, if you want to go deeper into the archives, I've talked to all kinds of DJs and artists and musicians and all kinds of people. So uh, do me a favor. Go to iTunes. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, a rating. Five stars are good. Uh, one stars, eh, not so much. But you like me. You've heard me. So leave me a five. I'll appreciate you for that. Um, and without further ado, let me introduce my guest for today's episode. I got, let me say this right. Cause I know I, I, I'm after roll my art to, to, to introduce you. Francisco Rincon. Is that close? Oh, nice. That's beautiful, man. Aha. That's a great pronunciation of a Latino name. Thank you. Cause you know, By, you know, by someone from, uh, from, by a French guy, you're French, right? I'm African too, so we roll our R's in in, in uh, Senegal too. So Francisco Rincon, cool, cool, cool. hell yeah, <laughs> how, you, how you doing, man? Hell yeah, man! Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Doing all right, dude. Of Senegal, oh wait, hold on. Team in in the in the World Cup. Say what? I think Senegal made it to the World Senegal made it to the World Cup one time. One time, collect the stickers for my. For my album, I remember. Yeah, uh, they. Yeah, you know, I remember the opening match. They uh, they won against France one zero. Yeah, man, I I wanted I, I was rooting for Senegal because you know I'm from Venezuela. Yeah, and I'm also American. But before I moved here, I I, I didn't know I was American. Um, so I was Venezuela was not in the World Cup. It has never been. So I liked Senegal. Yeah, I mean, we were... Yeah, man. I, that's, I the, that's the only time I've, I've owned uh, black people, just on the stickers for my album. <laughs> only black people, yeah, <laughs> on your sticker album. Is this the East team? God damn. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> represent, represent. Yeah, dude. That was the first time I traded blacks. <laughs> oh, you mother. <laughs> just to get all the stickers for my album. <laughs> you, you're, a big, you're a big soccer fan, too? <laughs> Uh, I like soccer when it's in the World Cup, when when it's uh, you know, when it's a good excuse to drink and stuff. All of my friends like it way more than I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, back home, I'm sure you too. You call it football, not soccer. Yeah, football you know? with the foot. Yes. But then now we're, we're now we're in America. We call it soccer because football is you know American football. No, 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 no. no, no. I think we hit each other. We get concussions. It's, it's, it's bullshit because they call it football. First of all, it's not played with the foot. And handball was already taken. So they were like, fuck it. We're going to call it football. Fuck everybody else in the world. We're Americans. We'll do whatever we want. We yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. We, we, call, we call the country Turkey just for the fuck of it. Like, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do yeah, ounces, yeah, yeah. ounces and pints and miles. And the rest of the world is going to do the metric system to so fuck everybody else. This, this is American. Yeah. Right but yeah, it's, it's for right. the foot. The rest of the world is wrong. America is right. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I would not go that far. America is wrong on a lot. Right. Uh, I was, I was, I was being sarcastic. No, it's okay. I'm, I was I'm being sarcastic. Just fucking with you. No, but I, I, I do, I do follow. I'm the same way. Like when it's a big cup, like the World Cup or European Cup, African Cup too. Uh, I watch, but the regular season, it's like I don't really care much. 
Uh, but yeah, Senegal made it. But you know, uh, yeah. hell yeah. You also watch uh, Two Girls One Cup? Yeah, I did no, watch that. Go there. No, let's not go there. I did watch it. <laughs> I did watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, 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 uh, it's similar to football, but with your mouth. It works? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're throwing this I don't know. It's weird. First time I lose any, it's, First time I do anything on Zoom. I didn't even have Zoom because I've been really unemployed, like before before COVID. Uh huh. So I, I never got to download Zoom. Yeah, I can see. It took us thirty minutes to get set up, and then your your video is kind of choppy. It's still a little eh. Yeah, it's horrible. This is a lesson I like. What just happened? Yeah. That's, I, and and by the way, I, we got to get into this. So uh, if you don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call it Cisco because Francisco is too long to pronounce. Too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are already too American, but you want to make names shorter. You want to fuck everyone else. You know, you want to <laughs> get, get straight to the point. Fuck Francisco. I'm going to call you Cisco call you shorter, Cisco. you know. Yeah. I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste saliva, you know. Just exactly. Exactly. Cisco, straight to the point. Saliva. I like that. You are, you're American already. <laughs> are, you, are you proud? Like you, you're from Venezuela, so are you like you know? Now I'm American. I'm a hundred percent. Are you all American? Do you go back or do you? Still no, I'm a I'm, I'm Venezuelan American because my mother was born in America. So, but I am a hundred percent Venezuelan and I am a hundred percent American. I for the for the longest time I felt more Venezuelan than American. But now I think I've been here for longer than I've been in Venezuela because I moved here in 2003 when I was 13. So I had that, you know, kind of like my last year of middle school, high school, then college, you know, all of those years I spent it in America. So it was like, okay, I'm Venezuelan, but now I'm starting not to feel Venezuelan. And then, you know, oh man, I, I also don't feel American. So I don't know what the, you know, it's an identity thing. I don't know. Like if I go to Venezuela to visit, you know, they, they call me, you know, oh, the American guy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. When you go and back then home. like here, I'm like the Latino guy. So I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I am. I think I'm, I'm a mix of both. I'm proud to be both Venezuelan and American for sure. Yeah. You're, you're a product of, of all those places. Like when people ask me where you're from, I'm like, well, I was born here in Senegal, but I grew up in France and I live in Texas. So when you say where you're from, I don't know what the fuck you mean. I'm a product of all these three things, just like you're product yeah. of Venezuela and America at this point. Right, right. But did you did you start comedy over there? No, man. I've been doing stand up for three years, two years in Austin, one year in Houston. Mm -hmm. But actually, the first time I did an open mic was in Shanghai, China. I was living there. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. And I, no, hold on, hold on, back up, back I, up, back I up. did. Back up. You, what the hell were you doing in Shanghai? I was there for work. What kind of work are you doing in Shanghai? Was, Military? So I'm a mechanical, I'm a mechanical engineer, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, no, I'm a, I'm a mechanical engineer and I was working for this uh, global company and I had to go to China, one of their, uh, factories mm -hmm. used to be there for seven months to do some training and also train some people and stuff 
mm-hmm. some new people that they hire for the engineering team. And I was like uh, the mechanical engineer in the United States. So I pretty much had to go there and just fucking work there. I was there for, yeah, seven months. Wow. In Shanghai. But I would say month number month number five in Shanghai, that's when I tried open mic in English. There's a lot of expats in, mm-hmm. in Shanghai. It's a big city. Uh, I think it's like it has like 27 million people, so it's crazy. But uh, there's uh, a few comedians, a few comedy rooms, and then I, I went up, did open mic there in China for probably... I would say two months. I probably went up maybe six times, mm-hmm. which could like in Austin now. I'm pro- I'm, some nights I'm going up five times. Yeah, know? I mean, you're, we'll, we'll get to that. But I know your hustle. But is, uh, uh, yeah, man. But well, hold on. What, but what pushed you to do that? You're out there. You're a mech- mechanical engineer. There's, what's funny about being a mechanical engineer that you're like, I got to get on stage and I got these jokes. I want to sling to people. Yeah, what made me do stand up? Want to do stand up? Actually. So there's two there's there's two things. One thing is I I really wanted to do uh, public speaking for my actual for my job at the time as an engineer. I saw you know whenever I saw someone do a public speaking speech that it was amazing. I was like holy shit you know that that's super dope. I, I want to be able to do that, and it'll also like help you move up in the company and things like that. You know you'll be a better presenter. And uh, obviously, you know, I had a uh, stage fright and things like, or I don't know if, if that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I was fright. scared. Yeah, I was scared of going up, you know, public speaking, blah, blah. So that was something I always wrote down, like, as my goal for the year. I want to, and I put it off for maybe like seven years, you know, to just do public speaking. Mm-hmm. Never, never did it. Then I went to China. I broke up with my girlfriend in Houston at the time. I was kind of like sad and depressed, blah, blah, blah. And I started to watch a lot of stand-up just to like Not feel cool. better. Yeah, just to like feel better about myself, you know. Not cool oh, I would watch just, just mainstream people, you know. I, I was I was not a huge I mean I always loved comedy, but I really didn't follow it as much as when the point I broke up with my girlfriend and I was like feeling down as fuck and you know, sad or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was I was, you know, uh, watching mainstream people, Kevin Hart, um, you know. Uh, uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Like you, you watch Comedy Central? Yeah, pretty much. Ron yeah. White. You know, anything I could find uh, online, pretty much. Easy, right? Uh-huh. I would even uh, listen to it on, on Spotify. Like, stand up on Spotify. Uh-huh. Like, every morning uh, when I was getting ready, just to get myself in, like, a better mood and things like that. But... Um, Anyway, I mean, you know, I'm in Shanghai by myself. I don't know anyone. So the entire time I'm like looking for things to just stay active, you know, be outside, meet people instead of like staying in my room, you know. So I would try anything. I even went and I paint. I went to this like painting class while sipping wine, you know, like just to see if I could meet other people. I did like pottery. Lonely, man. Lonely in China. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Hey, don't get me wrong, bro. I fucked, okay? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I did, you know, ceramics, like pottery and stuff. Um, I did anything, bro. I, I did, like, uh, yoga. I did uh, CrossFit. All that I in did, China? Uh, yeah, bro. I was fucking going online, see what I can find, you know, meetups, trying to meet people and shit. Um, so just to stay active. And then on this day, the one time I find, oh, shit, open mic comedy and i'm like okay this is kind of public speaking but it's funny it's like what what i'm 
you know, what I've been listening on fucking Spotify, watching Comedy Central. I'm like, fuck it, you know, I'm like, I, I, I went up and, you know, it was, it was like, it was amazing. After that, I didn't care about my, about my ex or anything. I was like, fuck, like that, that was great. And I just want to keep doing that forever. And then uh, I, I, I became obsessed with comedy. And then I watched the uh, documentary Comedian by Jerry Seinfeld. I'm sure you've yeah. watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. Like I was getting uh, goosebumps just to like see the hustle and the, you know, I was like, bro, there's no way I'm going to ever stop doing this shit. Like, because I hated my job too. I was a mechanical engineer and I hated my job. Right. Mm-hmm. I loved China when I was not working because I met, I met really, really good, cool people. You know, I had amazing food, the, the bars and this, you know, everything in China is, is really great. Um, but yeah, I didn't like my, I hated my job. And the only thing that was fun, I guess, about my life was just, you know, to go out with friends or, and get drunk. That was, that was pretty much it, you know. Oh, how things have uh, changed. And, and now <laughs> I, I, I still get fucked up. But uh, but I do stand up, you know, like every every day, you know, you get to go up, whether it's an open mic or a show and it's amazing. Even if I bomb, you know, it sucks. Sometimes I feel down if I bomb, but you get, you know, you, you just it makes you be, be become better. And then when, you know, when you do well again, it just feels amazing, you know. But did but, you, uh, uh, um, so while you were in, in, in China, do you remember that, that, that first time? Like, well, what were you talking about? Dude, I was, uh, so before I, I went up, I, I read online, you know, don't do anything, don't offend people, don't do anything like racist, don't, don't curse, blah, blah, blah. I didn't pay attention to any of that shit. So I went up and I, right off the bat, I was very offensive. I was very insulting. I was just saying racist shit, you know. Oh, things have changed. Uh, but people, people, people were laughing, right? People were laughing. I thought I was doing well, but nowadays, because I had one of my recordings and I went through it, uh-huh. and I realized those are the laughs from the comedians, so they're really laughing at you, you know. So in my mind, first time, first time going up, I'm like, fucking, you know, those people in the back were laughing. Those are the comedians, so they were laughing at me because my material sucked dick, you know. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, I was racist. Like one of the first things I said was like, is everybody awake? I don't know, because of your eyes, you know, it's something you don't say to Chinese people. You're so hacky, oh, you know. Oh, oh, um, had a bunch of Chinese people in the, in the audience? It was what I, it's... Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of uh, Chinese people in China, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, well, I know, and... but there's a lot of expats, so the club. Is... Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, and, yeah, a lot of, uh, in Shanghai especially, uh, Chinese people tend to be bilingual. They speak uh, English and stuff. Yeah, and they go to the comedy shows and stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, so right off the bat, you know, racist, insulting. China is also a communist country, so you're not allowed to say a lot of like uh, political stuff and things about like uh, North Korea and things like that. And, you know, I was fucking talking about North Korea and shit, whatever. So when, when you, I, so when you came back, you come back from uh, from China back to Houston, or you come straight? Yeah, back, back to, back Houston. to Houston. And then you just, yeah. you just hit the clubs hard down there. No, 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 no. So like I, so I did uh, probably I did. I guess I I would say maybe six, seven open mics in Shanghai, which is probably what I do nowadays in two or three days. Mm-hmm. You know, but then yeah, I came to Houston. 
and I, it was a fucking shed fest for me because at the at the time, I, like I came back, I lost my job. I got fired from that, that job. <laughs> from that uh, set you did in front of the. <laughs> Yeah, I got no, no. I, yeah, I got fired from the mechanical engineering job when I came back because everything that I did in China. Once I, you know, I just I would get fucked up and go out and party, meet people. You know, I made I made some friends there, and then you know I would get to work like at 1 p.m. sometimes, and I was supposed to be oh. there at 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that my. No, dude. And the, the company gave me, bro, like I'm the most ungrateful employee employee ever. The company gave me a fucking a furnished apartment in China. They gave me $1,500 additionally a month just to cover like my food and shit. Yeah. Um, on top of that, they gave me a company, American Express credit card. I would use that shit to like buy drinks and shit. Um, <laughs> the apartment they gave me cost probably i would say equivalent to like eight thousand dollars a month it was like you know the people they spend money on sending me oh, there well, no shit getting, <laughs> yeah i was there just getting shed faced you know i was getting shed faced and you know i was what <laughs> i feel so bad You're a horrible for. employee man <laughs> yeah man yeah 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 so anyway i came back to houston and then you know got fired i'm like fuck now, you know, I was, uh, yeah, I had to return my apartment. I didn't have money coming in, blah, blah, blah. I got a DWI after that shit. Yeah. That was, so, that was bound to happen at some point. <laughs> yeah. So, so I lost my apartment. I, I lost my, you know, money coming in. Um, I fucking, uh, DWI stuff happened. Then I had to find a, a job. And a place to fucking sleep. So I said at a friend's house. And meanwhile, I was like, okay, I'm gonna look for a for a job, right? And then mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I, I I I like Houston, but I miss like the Shanghai in China. It's so active. Like you could go to you could go out on a Tuesday, and it feels like Friday. There's a lot of movement, a lot of people, you know, a lot of activity. Restaurants are popping, bars mm -hmm. are popping. It doesn't matter what day, you know. Um, and Houston is very like, uh, you know, more family oriented, you know, kind of nine to five people just work from Monday yeah, to Thursday. I can't say I know Monday. Houston that well. I, I, right. I don't know Houston so, at all. But anyway, you know, I was, I was actively, I always loved Austin and I was actively looking for jobs in Austin and I found a job as a mechanical engineer here in Austin. Who the hell would hire you after your, what the fuck just happened? I didn't tell them. <laughs> I didn't tell <laughs> the people. Research, did they? I, I didn't tell the people to hire me. <laughs> Is that that would be a really bad interview if they go, "Why you should, why we should hire you?" I would be like, "Actually, you shouldn't." <laughs> <laughs> I I will run. I would all you the money not. you spend on me. I will spend it on drinks, and I'm going to party, and I'll be late to work. Just being honest. You know, just being honest. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what this is how it, this is how uh, uh, I'm such a man with integrity. I'm honest. I'm telling you, I'm a fuck up. But <laughs> I think you should hire me because I'm so good at my fucking job. I will hate you. I will hate my job. But you'll see the results. Don't worry about yeah, when I come yeah, in yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Good yeah, I, I was I was a total mess. And then, but um, actually, I can't actually. When I came back from China, I did not get fired right away. Now that I'm trying to remember, 
Um, actually, I worked for almost, I would say, eight months. Mm-hmm. Eight months back in Houston until I got fired. Um, and I got the DWI while at work. But yeah, so I did stand up in Houston for about eight months. And then uh, then I moved, I got the, I got fired. I got the job here in Austin and I came to Austin. But when I got back from China to Houston, it took me because of the, the DWI did happen when I, get, when I got back. It took me, I think, around maybe three to four months to get back into doing the open mics and stuff because I couldn't, I couldn't drive my car, yeah, yeah. you know, um, Been there. I was waiting to get a breathalyzer installed and all this fucking shit. And I spent $16,000 in the DWI. So, you know, that's karma right there. You know, I spent 20,000 for the company that they gave me. I, I blew it, you know, fucking getting fucked up. Yeah. And then karma was like, oh yeah, you think you think you can get away with money like that? Okay, DWI, now you're paying sixteen, you know. And then I've paid way more than that in other fucking shit that has happened, you know, things related to my car and wait, so uh, apartments and this, yeah. This whole time you're by yourself. Like, where's your family? Is your family back in back home? They're all dead, man. They ran out of chicken. <laughs> 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 because that's all they use chicken. chicken. So when you make the joke uh, about cutting off, you're like, I don't want to give away the, the joke because I think it's funny. Like, you got your dream is to get fat and all that and send, and send uh, food back. Home. That's a true story, man. That's a true story. I told my mom I was gonna pursue the American dream here in America, which to me is die morbidly obese. Yeah, you know. Don't don't, don't tell the joke. Hit, no, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Who, who's gonna see me, Kevin Hart? No, uh, it doesn't matter. But I'm saying, dude, I want people to go see you. So don't, don't, don't get. Whatever, bro. It's, it's like it's like watching. You know, when you watch the trailer, the trailer for the movie, maybe they want to keep watching, right? So I told my mom, as soon as I hit 800 pounds, I'm chopping a leg, sending it back home, so they can eat for a year. Yeah, that's that's what you know. Some people want to keep their mom. Oh fuck! You see, I fucked the joke. I shouldn't have said it. I should have listened to you back. I'm telling you, don't give it away. You. Do not give away your jokes <laughs> on here. But, uh, uh, but, but this is... But no, no. Uh, my, my, my mom and my sisters are in Miami. My dad is in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And he's coming to Miami uh, end of April. He's going to get the vaccine here. Oh, yeah. nice. Let me ask you this, though. <laughs> what, what struck you the most when you came to the U.S.? Because you were, you were a teenager, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have this joke that I say that is crazy that a food fight went down in the cafeteria and that's hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. I was in the, and I was, and I, I, I talked to, I've talked to Americans, to other, you know, people who have been here mm-hmm. and they're like, in my entire life, I never, I was never in a food fight cafeteria, but it happened to me. Like I moved to America and then like the first week of school, a food fight went down in the school cafeteria in middle school. So to me, that was insane that people were just throwing food, you know, just for fun, just to like, because it was funny, you know. So I have this joke that a food fight here is way different than a food fight in Venezuela because. Uh-oh, you cut off. God damn it, your sound sucks, man. Francisco. You get a chicken wing and. Oh, fuck. Sorry. I have that Venezuelan internet. Yeah, that's what it is. I think, I think you're calling from Venezuela right now. You're just not telling me. I got uh, my my. I moved here and then a food fight went down in the cafeteria. Like holy shit, people are throwing food here. Fun, they were having fun. So I say it was like the best day of my life, you know. 
kids were throwing food. I was jumping, trying to catch it uh, to bring it home. So my so you can package it and send it back home. Yeah, exactly. And my mom was like, "How was cool?" I was like, "It was delicious." You know, I had a slice of pepperoni pizza. Sarah smashed on my face. Oh, and I got a carton of milk for my sister and her weak bones. Did that there? You know, we, we did expired. that. What? You know, we did that. Uh, even in France, we we had a we had a day. This was a tradition in in the town I grew up in, uh, and that, that that struck me. But I enjoyed the fuck out of it. We had a tradition in our school, middle mm -hmm. school, where we you had to go to the grocery store and buy eggs mm. and flour and uh, and shaving cream. Oh shit. Yes, and the it was it was our Mardi Gras. <laughs> it was called Mardi Gras and it was always around February and March and the idea was that you know that day we start a fight at school and on the streets of the town and throw eggs and flour and shaving cream at each other. <laughs> I didn't know how the fuck that got started, but it was a tradition in, in our middle school. And I remember just, it, it was like commando style. People were like ambush, jump, jump from trees and smash five eggs on your head. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It was a mess. It was a mess. like, seriously, the, the, after that day, by the end of that day, the streets of the town were just white with, you know, flour and shaving cream everywhere, but it was illegal. It was it was a tradition for our school, but not for the town. Oh shit! Okay. So cops would chase oh, us and fuck. everything. But I was like, man, it was like, well, this is uh, this is the Western world. We get <laughs> to play around with eggs and flour. Yeah, man, that's crazy. And it was it was crazy. But like, what what struck me when I came here is how, yeah, there's food on every corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't. You can't walk like five blocks without finding a place where you can get yeah, food. Yeah, 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 it's, it's amazing. And actually, you know, it's funny because when my because when I moved to when I moved here, I moved to Miami with my family, actually, like my dad and my mom and my sisters, you know. But when our dad sat us in the living room in Venezuela and he told us that we're moving to Miami, in my mind, what I heard is we're gonna live inside of Disney World. I was like, as soon as I get there, you know, fucking Mickey Mouse and Pluto is going to be, my life is going to be great. I'm going to live next to fucking Spider-Man, you know? Um, I was, yeah. you know, I was like, that shit's dope. And I had never, you know, um, I was super excited. And then when I got here, I was like, where's Mickey Mouse? It was just like a fat Cuban dude. Just in the social, <laughs> social security office. We had to wait like seven hours, which is the least fun Thing in the world especially if, you know when you're a teenager <laughs> what the fuck it sucks <laughs> no i mean i it was i had the same thing because when when my dad said we're chilling in france and he goes we're moving to texas i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you because <laughs> my my reference to texas was walker texas ranger yeah we had the show in french <laughs> and i was and then we we come here in 1998 and i was like where's the Where's the cowboys and all that? Because they're like, oh well, they got there's hippies, there's trees and lakes <laughs> and a river and there's music. Because I was like, yeah, this Texas. Like everybody, what people think Texas, they they think they'll say, where's the horses and all that. If you drive out far enough, you'll find. All yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah. But my dad said we're moving to Texas. I'm like, no, we're not. 
<laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to live yeah. in with next door to Chuck Norris so he can kick my my black ass every day. I'm not, I don't yeah. want that. Man, I, I was a little sad actually because I had a a lot of good friends in Venezuela, and you're at that age. You know, you're yeah. 13. People are like starting to like you know socialize. You you start to like meet girls and stuff. That's when you know in Venezuela yep. you say hi to women, right? It's normal to kiss on the cheek. And but, but when you're a kid, you don't do that, right? Because you're a, you're a guy. When you're a kid, you hate women. You're like fuck them. You know, I don't like my sister and her stupid Barbies. You know, um, but then once you start, you know, teenager, you start to masturbate. You know, you lift your dick looking like a fucking cauliflower because you don't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> so you know, you're you fucking you you start saying hi to girls on the cheek. You kiss them on the cheek. They start to grow boobs. You know, you're all fucking horny. And you start to make friends, female friends. Are, they're throwing parties now. Your parents are now like letting you go with your friends to the movies. It's like things are starting to like make sense in the world, and that's when yeah. everything starts to get exciting. And then you're like, okay, now that you're having fun, we are leaving. And I'm like, fuck, I, dude. Exactly what happened to me. Seriously, like my, my I, I I left when I was 16. And I, I was like, I'm just starting to understand. First of all, French women, French women are the are very like to the point. Like the concept of a date does not really exist in yeah. France. So it's like, yeah, you you hang out, and if you happen to make out or have sex, then it happens. It's Hell not yeah. an expectation, right? And I, I was just starting to figure figure shit out. And my dad said, "We move in to Texas," <laughs> and I come here. I'm like, "Fuck!" Now I got to start over. Yeah. With America, yeah, 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 and learn about this day. Yeah. And, and I had the same, I had the same experience because in France, ever since I was, I don't know, like nine. When you say to somebody, you kiss somebody, right, right, right. Guy, right, right. Okay, oh, okay. Well, how are you doing? Yeah, 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 we do that. I mean, the French invented, yeah, 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 so I guess, yeah. You know, we we have to do that. Yeah. And I remember, I, I tried to do that to to the first American girl. I met. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? She got freaked the yeah, fuck yeah. out. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck is this? I'm like. Wait, is that's not how yeah, you, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to get close to what, what is insane I about I don't know if it's the same in France, but like in the Latino culture, at least Venezuela and Colombia, um you mm -hmm. meet someone, any woman, for the first time, like you, Francisco, you kiss on the cheek. It's normal. Yeah. And then when, whenever you see them again in the future, even if you see them in the grocery store, you kiss them on the cheek because you met you met a month ago or whatever. And if you did that yeah. here, they would fucking shoot your dick. It would be like, fuck, fuck do, off. Do you, you are a fucking molester. Do, do you think that Americans approved? Not really, no. But I, 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 I do. You think so? I think I think Americans are are stuck up about sex. No, I think it's because, just it varies, man. Because it, that, that's the thing about generalizing, and that's because. That's why also jokes are super funny because in a, whenever you say a joke, you can generalize and it's just funnier, mm -hmm. you know? Like I have this joke, which is fucked up. I say, I wish my dad was black because black fathers leave. Yep. That's obviously not true, you know? But when you generalize, it's like, it's just funnier. But uh, I, I, think, I think there are for sure prude Americans, but there's also, you know, America is so, there's so many people here. In Venezuela, Venezuela, yeah, yeah, the but... country of Venezuela, it's of Texas, okay? And it has uh, like 30 million people, which is about the same amount of people only in Shanghai, in the city. 
So, mm -hmm. you know, to compare, for me to compare, you know, Venezuela to the United States, it's like, you know, there's so many more people here. And we have people here from all the places, you know. I, and I... I no, no, that, that's yeah. true. I, 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 I'll give you that. But what, what I'm trying to get at is that, that uh, what I've learned when I first came here, you know, Fran the French are very conservative people. What I mean by that is that they don't like change. They don't like change mm -hmm. a whole lot. They, they're stuck in their ways. The same way they lived in the 80s is the same way. They yeah, lived. right, right. So they're very slow to progress in terms of, you know, culture and, and, and social issues. We all know that. But the, 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 because of that, that, that um, because of the way they are and they like to be to the point and they cut mm -hmm. the shit, and they're very in your face, kind of like how New York people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are. Maybe this is I see that in, in in Russians too. I think Russians are like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they don't, they don't, they don't give a shit. Yeah. And so I remember coming here and and just talking about sex made people uncomfortable, okay. or politics, or religion. Even though those are things that people right, do, right, right. it would make. So I learned that there's three things you don't talk about with Americans: uh, sex, politics, right. and religion, because that it gets. They, either they get offended mm -hmm. or it's too personal or they get emotional yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. And and because of that, like you could watch French TV and see boobs at the right, 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 right. on primetime yeah, yeah. TV. That's how it is in Venezuela. You know, well. but here, God forbid someone says shit on TV and people lose their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's what I, that's what yeah, I mean yeah. by And then by, when you say Americans, it sounds like you're obviously generalizing. And it's uh, white Americans. So okay, white Americans and maybe strangers too. Because my girlfriend, she's a whitey, right? We met on Craigslist. We started as roommates. Um, I was looking for a room, and she was looking for someone to clean it. All right, I just threw a joke on you. Um, you call you call you call your girlfriend whitey. She's white. She's white American. So <laughs> you said she's yeah, a whitey. We, we talk about sex, politics, everything, man. You know, but you you have you just have that trust. But I believe what you're saying. In like a general setting, in an open setting, white Americans are very concerned about what other people might think about them. In their heads, they might be laughing, but you know, if yeah. they're uncomfortable, they're gonna, it's gonna get uncomfortable. You know, it's gonna get uncomfortable for yeah. you as well. Uh, but but they, are they proved? No, I don't think so. But it, generally, saying, you know, I, there's there's everything, man. In, in America, that's everything. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, we're, America is a melting pot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get all that. I'm just saying there's exceptions to all, to all this. But I'm just talking, and, and yeah, in general and as, as a trend. I mean, it's gotten better. I mean, now people, you hear shit on TV now, which we didn't used to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I feel you. I feel and, you and, about, the, about TV and stuff. Yeah. Venezuela is so, like, living still in the, you know, I guess we can say 80s or whatever. And the mm -hmm. Venezuelan women are very sexualized. And also Venezuelan women, they don't care. They, like, they don't care mm -hmm. that, you know, people, if they're walking down the street and then people, you know, say something like uh, what is considered, I guess, sexual harassment. Like someone walking here in America and you go, hey, you know, you, you look very hot or whatever, nice titties. Um, here, mm -hmm. you know, it would be very offensive. A Venezuelan woman will probably be like, thank you, you know? Um, but that's like the culture. And then over there, you see the commercials. Bro, you see the commercials, even like the flight attendants. They're hot as fuck. They did like their titties when they were 15, you know? And it's like normal. 
up, push yeah, up. it's normal, yeah. and everything is about sex appeal, and it's about uh, Venezuelans, Venezuelan women. They don't care about people thinking, okay, she's using using her beauty or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they they know it, and they use it for their benefit. Um, and I think it's the same with Colombian yeah. girls and also some other Latina women. Um, of- oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Brazil, like you can. I mean, there is a there is a look when you think about the Latin. Yeah, uh, bro, just fucking Google Venezuela, you know Venezuelan woman, and there's some beautiful hot woman. Everyone, dude, you know. all ages, and Venezuelan woman, you know, doesn't matter what age you are, they will always every day, you know, dress up like they're fucking. I don't know, going to the Oscars or some shit. Even if that's if, French girl. Yeah, even if even if going to the grocery store. Yeah, even if they're going to a grocery store, you know, they are, yes. they are doing makeup, they are, you, you know, they have their nails, whatever, the entire thing. Um, but, you know, I, I told in America, you we, it's, it's more relaxed, stuff. you know, I'm going to a grocery store, fuck everyone, I'm on my just one ball is out, you know, wearing my crotch, and that's it, that's how it is. But yeah. uh, I I gotta say I'm talking. I mean, guy guy or girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a. I'm not trying to be sexist here. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it's it's a thing. Yeah. And in in France, it's the same thing. Like if you're if you're just going to yeah shopping or whatever, you're gonna be you're yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. And there there's no getting in the bar in the club. Right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Like absolutely. Do here. And and I see that. Which dude, I like. And I see that in 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 South America. I saw you know when I went to of course when I went to Paris, and I I went to Italy in Europe. You know, um, fucking everywhere that I've been, even China. Like people, but that's something I like though about the American culture. It's a little laid back. Like you can sometimes do shit and you know don't fucking worry. But like over there, man, yeah, people but- are. Fucking, you know, I like you go to Europe. Men tend to be more metrosexual, in in a positive way. Like they are, you know, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, t- they get the like they, 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 they are America. matching, you know, they are matching their fucking belts with their shoes. You know, they are aware of like what they're wearing. It's like very, you know, they're conscious of the things they're putting uh, on their body, like you know, the way they're dressing. Yeah. But here, sometimes, you know, we're like, fuck it. I went to the grocery store. I'm just going to put my girlfriend's PJs and go there, I'm, get I'm some aware, bananas I'm, I'm to aware, put it on my ear. Or a shark suit. I'm going to wear a shark suit and go to Walmart. No. It, 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 like, I, I'll tell you a story. I was, uh, I was going out with some friends in France, uh, and we got to the club, and one of my friends went, holy shit, that bitch is wearing the exact same dress that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> and I was like, so what? And she goes, I'm going home. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? She did. She went home. Dude, I think that was an invitation for you to go with her and fuck her. (laughs) No, no way, no way, no way. I'm not. I wasn't touching that with a 10 foot. Oh, shit. The point is, she went went back in. Are you saying your dick is 10 foot? Yeah. My my dick is 11. So I need 10. 10 wasn't going to cut it is what I'm trying to say. Okay, got it. Yeah. No, but it, it, I, I appreciate that when people put a little bit of because I'm I'm tired of seeing people walking around in shorts and the long back is tired all day back long. It's tired, okay? Yes, change seriously. It's often change your behavior. <laughs> no, I mean there, there's a context for everything. I mean, I, I I get the laid back thing, but man, I'm tired. Like when there's that's why I like when it gets cold here because you can like lay up a little bit, wear a nice mm. shirt, wear a vest, like wear. Wear a blazer, wear some nice shoes, but 
flip-flops and shorts, khaki shorts and a longhorn shirt all year long? Fuck that. Oh, Step bro, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta support UT, man. <laughs> I went I'll there, and I, oh, yeah. I don't give, I don't even own a Dude, I, shirt, I, and I went to UT. So went there, man. Yeah, I uh, went there too, man. Did you? Do you own a Longhorn shirt? No, no, no. But I went to UT. Aha. <laughs> yeah, 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 I went to UT. Huh? No, but I, I, I had no. Like I was there. I was there for three years. Oh yeah! And, oh, wow, uh, you you went there for a while, but I just went there just just one day just to to watch a football game. I didn't study there. I just went there. You know oh. what? I didn't even go to a single football game. Good for you, Good for man. You. I mean, either I was just lying to see if it was funny, and it wasn't. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run with it. I'll run. I'll run with it. No, but it just, I'm just saying, got 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 to step your game up. Got to step your game up. But anyway, let let's talk about so. The reason why we're doing this now is you told me what happened last night. You just oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck, oh, dude. I need you went. You thought you were in Shanghai I need, again. I need you to, were Shanghai I need all to over. Find a job or get some woman knocked up, man. Because I need life together. <laughs> uh, One of the two. Shit. I think a kid will straighten me up. Will make me. You know. Will make me grow up. That's what I need. I need. No, not necessarily. I need, I need people- to get someone pregnant. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I need a baby. I need someone to fucking... That might not change anything. That might not no, change anything. No, I don't think so either. I would probably be like, shut the fuck up, stupid baby. Oh. Kick him in the face. Go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he slept. Well, I'll knock you out. You I, go back I think now he's asleep forever. I think I killed him. Okay. That got a little dark. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, fuck. so what happened? What yeah, happened? dude. What happened? So uh, a, a friend of mine flew out of Austin because it was cheaper for him. So he drove to Austin to save $300, which at the end of the day, he spent more money here in Austin because we ended up going to the strip club. Uh, I'm not a huge... Uh, which, one? which one? We went to Yellow Rose. I had never been to a strip club here in Austin, by the way. Yellow Rose. And then we went to another one that uh-huh. was open until later. I don't even... I was too fucked up. But uh, I'm not a huge uh, strip club fan. Um... But yeah, we went to 36, uh, rainy, west, everything was dead, right, Wednesday. And then my friend is like, let's go to strip club. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to spend money, you know? I'm not going to fucking, I don't, right now, I don't have a job. I'm not spending money. He's like, I got you, blah, blah. The money I, I'm saving, I'm going to spend it tonight. I'm like, okay. Anyway, dude, long story short, I got super fucked up. All I remember is I got, I got uh, kicked out of the strip club. For falling asleep in front of pussy. Yeah, it happened. What? what? Yeah. You got kicked out for falling asleep? Yeah, I fell asleep. People... You were getting a dance? You are getting, you were getting a dance? Girls were naked. I think my friend got like some girls for us or whatever, but I was too fucked up. And she, this, I had this girl, I think her name was uh, Champagne or some shit. She was twerking on my face. And then a uh, pussy here. And I fell asleep because I was too drunk. I was fucked up. Um... So next thing, and they kick you off. Yeah, next thing I know, I fell. I think I fell like two or two thirty a.m. And then next thing I know, it's very blurry. I'm super fucked up. This Latino, he had like a bouncer face, so I guess he worked there. I don't know. He's uh, fucking uh, taking my phone, asking me information, like uh, fucking thing. 
he tried to steal my phone. Uh, he ended up stealing my my debit card. The reason I'm closing my eyes is because I'm trying to remember. It's very blurry. He ended up stealing my ID and my driver's license and my credit card. Uh, my he tried to he took it. Yeah, he took it from me. I didn't know I was fucked up. He tried to steal my phone, and then he was like, "That's not yours." And then I saw it. it's fucking mine. And then I got my phone. And then he's like, "Where are you going? Don't go there because the police is gonna get you." He was like trying to scare me. I was in the parking lot. I'm like, "No, I'm looking for my friend." And he's like, "No, just get here in this car." He had like a white, uh, I think it was like a white TV. Um, so I'm like, "What the fuck?" This guy was like, "Now that I'm soberish." That guy was trying to make me get into some random car. Like, what the fuck was he trying to do me, you know? Where was your friend? My friend was in... So I called my friend. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? They kicked me out. And my friend asked, to hear the music. He was probably getting lap dances or whatever. He's like, I'll be out in a second. So I walked in this club. They let me in like nothing. I'm super fucked up. And then I just sit down and actually my friend comes and we leave. But uh, it was insane. And then my girlfriend calls me at 4.30, like 10 minutes after the incident. And she calls me. She's like, I had a dream that you were dead. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, I don't believe in like ghosts and things like that. And my girlfriend, she likes to like read the tarot cards and things like that. And I don't believe in any. Oh, she believes I don't, in all that? She does, but I don't believe in any of that. But the fact that she had a dream that I was dead, they were killing me, and I died. And she woke up, and she called me. It's like, holy mm -hmm. shit, I was really in a tough situation before she called me. Um, so that's crazy. Then, uh, okay, I got home, blah, 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 and my friend slept over here. Right. Um, so he stayed here. We have a guest bedroom. Wait, you know? so you, this, this is this was all in the park in the strip club parking lot? Yeah, yeah, it's a big parking lot. Um, yeah, the yellow. I know the yellow rose. I used to go there too. Yeah, but actually, that happened in the second strip club that we went to. I think it was called. Oh, I don't even remember the, the name, 10? man. I think it starts with a Burgers Perfect Ten. It starts. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't. I don't keep up with strip clubs no more. But holy shit, man. Yeah, dude. And he ended up, bro. It reminds you of Shanghai a little bit. Dude, my, my friend, he, he has money, right? Like his family, they have like a, they work in the oil industry. A lot of, a lot of Venezuelans are involved in oil. That's why I got involved. That's why I became a go engineer. Because it's like a thing to do in Venezuela. Venezuela is, it has the second largest oil reserve in the world, like after Saudi Arabia. So like uh, petroleum is a, in venezuela anyway you know his family has money whatever blah blah we went to a strip club right i told him i'm not spending money get there and the place closed at two and he's like yeah we'll do a bottle of gray goose and then the the girl's like i have to drink it in one hour right and then he's like yeah yeah whatever we don't care which is retarded yeah. it's retarded right anyway we all we all was my friend a friend of his that lives in Austin and me, and we each ended up having probably like a drink and a half or two drinks, you know. The, like most of the bottle was just left in the strip club. But 
uh, at 2 a.m. Sure, when they we, money. yeah, waste of fucking money. I hate that. So at 2 a.m. we and I hate my friend for that shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> bro, like I'm struggling with money and this fucker is throwing money away. Okay. Anyway, um, at two we had to leave because the close was was closing. But then he was with some, uh, you know, stripper that he really liked, and the stripper told him that she was going to another strip club that closes at four or whatever. Um, uh-huh. And that that's how we ended in the second shift. So I think I felt that's it's- yeah. Anyway, this is, this is not rock bottom yet. It's not Shanghai yet. <laughs> no, dude. rock bottom was like, I, I felt really horrible when I got my DWI. I really felt like it sucked. Um, but by the, were you like really drunk that when you got caught? The, were you really, for, really drunk? For the record, my DWI got dismissed. Um, but yeah, wow. Well, yes, you can say that. But did you, what did you blow? Dude, I didn't blow. They because oh, I, they didn't have to blow. No, we, I had well, they asked me to blow, but I didn't because I heard when I lived in Miami, don't blow, they ask you, blah blah. But in Texas, apparently, yeah. it's different, so they're gonna take your blood, okay? And if you refuse to get your blood, they're gonna fucking attach you to a chair and they will remove your blood. So, anyway, they ended up taking my blood, and it was twice, twice, two times the limit. Mm-hmm. So it, I oh, went damn. from having a, a, a class, I think it was a, from being a class B misdemeanor to a class A misdemeanor, which is, you know, at this point, yeah. it's like almost like having a machine gun, a loaded machine gun and going to the street. That's equivalent because you are up that you're driving, you are a potential danger to others. Or at least that's what, that's what they told I, me in the DWI classes that I had to take. Yeah, which is true. That's, that's what it was. I mean, I I had a uh, I had one myself, and I was that it was so fucked Good up. Good for you, back. You are a comedian. Thank <laughs> you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I was so I was I, I had hooked up. I didn't hooked up. I, I met up with this chick that I hadn't seen in a long time, and we just reconnected. And I remember we were coming from downtown. I was driving, and uh, the thing is, when I get excited. When I when I play some good music in the car, I can get excited and I tend to speed mm. a little bit. And we were in the car. We were just like singing along loud in the car to both of us. Having Do you remember what song? On way. Uh, I think it was, it was probably some dance hall stuff, like some reggae oh, stuff. Hell we were yeah. just like jamming. Hell yeah. And because honestly, I was like, we're, I'm about to get late. Hell yeah, bro. Like I was really, I was so you, were fa- you were going fast, not for the music really. You were going fast because you wanted to you know, to get to your apartment so you could, so yes, you could fuck. So those two things. Yeah. That's a, yeah, 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 exactly. And then I'm one exit away and I was going, I think I was going seven. If you should ever speed, by the way, it should be to get pussy. <laughs> I agree with that. But next thing you know, whoop, oh, whoop. fuckers. Cock blockers. They stop. They yeah, cock, the police. Exactly. And I'm like, I, I get out, I get out the car and they do this, this whole testing and like sobriety mm. test. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yes. And I passed the test. I passed the fucking test. Mm-hmm. And then they asked me, because I was, I felt just fine. Yeah. And I blew, I blew the 0.082. Fuck. That close. Holy shit. I was one exit away from my apartment. I was about to get laid. And they booked me. 
fuck, dude. And it's like, I'm sorry, man. It, it, you're above the limit. Legally, you're above the I don't care how you're feeling. I don't care how much. Dude, do you think I, do you think if you were white, they would have let you go? If you were like a white girl? Uh, I don't know. I can't say that. Come Maybe. on, bro. Say something racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goddammit, fucking fuck. No, he, he, here's the fucked up part. The guy who the guy who stopped me for speeding, he didn't he didn't do the test. He called another cop who's actually known in Austin for uh, for har- arresting uh, people for DWIs. He wasn't even around. Uh. He called him up and said, hey, I got this guy here. You should come check this out. The, guy, the other dude shows up, and then he gives me the test, and he goes, no, sorry, I got to book you. And they have quotas they have to hit hey, you know, yeah. every month in terms of like DWI arrest. Uh. And I'm like, oh, you're another black guy. And then they, they book me. I'm like, fuck. Oh, dude. So, yeah. Holy shit! I'm glad. I mean, I, it, it it did get dismissed. I had to do like yep. community service. pre-trial diversion. I like fixing mics. I did. Uh, I, I did the uh, pre-trial diversion program, which is is uh, like being on probation and you gotta do a bunch of shit. Community service. I ended up going to Goodwill for yeah. like a fucking an entire weekend, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I had to do a hundred hours. Oh shit! Yeah, I had to do hundred hours of community service at a. Yeah, I did have the, there's a there's a bike shop on the mm. east side that I went to, and I was just fi- I was fixing bikes. I was taking bikes apart and putting them back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like you know, hundred hours, which was fine. But I mean, I'm glad that it, the the whole thing the whole thing went away. But damn, I was I, I did I did I did fuck her later. Nice, there you go. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Anyway, but we'll you go, know we'll it, it, it was kind of similar for me when they stopped me. I told the police officer, I'm like. I'm almost home, you know, I'm one exit away. And then he was like, oh, yeah, how come I can see your GPS says Irish pub? Whatever. I was going to, a, <laughs> I was going to an Irish pub to meet my, some of my friends. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Sucks. All right, we're going to wrap it up. But right. seriously, man, uh, the, 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 we're going to have to do this again, mm. probably in person. Yeah. So we don't have any sound yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's get some, uh, some French and uh, Venezuelan bitches in the house. <laughs> Yeah, if you can find yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they—they they are no, in no. Miami. Just putting no. oil in her titty. What? What's? What's your? Uh, what's your dope shit you want to share? Anything? What do you mean? I told you, like something that you think everybody should not your comedy because we can plug that. Right yeah, after, yeah. But like something, a show, something you're you're into that you want people to know yeah, about. Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I'm doing. Just follow me on Instagram. At, at uh, CS comedy. That is not what I mean. No, so, so you can see the shows I'm doing. Like I'm doing tonight. I'm doing a uh, fire hotel, whatever. I'm not. This doesn't go I know. on. That's so why this won't go that's on. That's why I'm not gonna say week. shows. What I'm gonna say? Oh yeah, I'm gonna do Dave Chappelle a month from now. No. But, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying. I'm saying. Okay, let me go so first. I, I, I play work. golf. Is that what you want? I like to play golf. Sure. I like to play golf. Uh, I like to wakeboard. Um, no, you don't. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> I like. I like to to. Okay, so where can people go wakeboarding in Austin? Do you know? Are you wakeboarding? Yeah, Lake, uh, lake Travis. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a place where they have uh, water and it's a lake lake, and it's cool. Like boats float on top, and you can move the boats with a motor, and then they can pull you. Do Do you know Do you know of a company that does that that people can go check out? Uh, fucking. There's a. I don't know the name. There's a. a Friend, not a friend of mine, a friend of a friend. That's that's usually how it works, right? Like the boat owner is the friend of a oh, friend. Boats, yeah. 
yeah. But anyway, he does like a rental in Austin. Like you're not the owner. You pay, I don't know, it's like $900 a month. And then you can take a boat mm -hmm. out. And then every time you get there, the boat is clean. It has, you know, uh, it has gas already. But then when you car rental but for boats. And you get wakeboarding boats, and then you can bring your own boards, or they have boards for you. You just Google. No, no, no it's not Google wakeboard rental. Yeah, you can do. It. <laughs> right, it's a dope shit. Just go, do do your Googles and look. Yeah, up yeah man, I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I grew up. I, I grew up playing it. baseball. That's the main sport in Venezuela is baseball. I grew up playing baseball. Uh, I saw uh, everything I do. I don't know. My girlfriend wants me to do the business. We're not, we're, not, we're not doing speed dating here. Uh, let me share my dope shit, and then we'll get to your social media. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me an example. Uh, so th there's a show that I've been watching. If you're into anime, if you listen to this show, you'll know that I'm big into mm -hmm. anime. It's, it's actually cool that, that there's a bunch of comics that I see at Mike's who, who bring up, who have uh, anime references. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. But, you have to know. Yeah. but anyway, there's one called Be the Beginning. The season two just came out. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. I, I like the animation. It's kind of deep, maybe too deep for its own good. But um, I think it's. I think so. I have to go back and watch the first season to catch up on the second one. It's it's, it's the typical anime thing. Mm -hmm. He has wings and he escaped and he's trying. Yeah, he somebody has to protect. Blah blah blah. Same shit. Anyway, mm -hmm. be the beginning dope. on Netflix. Check it out if you like anime. That is my dope shit of the show. Oh, now, hi. where can people find you on social media? Oh, at cis cis comedy. That's uh, Instagram only? at cis comedy. Instagram and Twitter. I don't do a lot on Twitter, but yeah. Also, uh, YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. I have a long video <laughs> on YouTube. You're still hungover. Yeah, from yeah man. It's all good. Hey, no, but no, for real though. For real though, we, 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 we'll do this again. The, mm. the audio kind of sucked. Yeah, so we'll do this again properly, probably in person. I'm gonna talk to Rob, see if we can do it at the at the Roma. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah, that would be super we'll dope. Do a live, a live podcast. So super dope. Um, but anyway, I know you, you. I know you hit the all the open mics pretty hard. You do four or five a day. I don't know how you do that. Well, you don't work, so I guess that's why you don't. No, I, I used but, to. Do, I used to do that. I used to do that many mics when I was working too. That's kind of why I got fired because I would be late to work because I was. It was difficult to wake up. <laughs> there you go. There you no, go. But I'm, I'm, I'm really no, but seriously, I, I respect, I respect your grind, and I think you're funny. Thank you, man. Uh, I see you on showcases and opening for, uh, for people, and you know, I, I think that, uh, yeah, man, you, I, I think you, I think you're funny. Yeah. I really do. I'm not that I'm, not that I'm the authority on funny, but I think when I see, especially, actually, even funnier when you're fucked up on the mic. Yeah. When you're drunk, when you <laughs> Yeah. It is it is like drunk Cisco is hilarious. Yeah, I, but it, it's because so I don't keep drinking, keep no. doing your thing. Yeah. I think it's because I don't you know, you're drunk so you don't care, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it's funny. But like, I think don't, if, don't, don't let if, if I if I keep doing comedy for longer, I wanna be as funny when I'm sober, you know? Like I, I wanna get to a yeah. point where I have the same confidence that when you're drunk, you know. It's kind of like if you're dating, you know, and you're nervous, but if you have like a few drinks, you're like, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, yeah. but I, mean, I mean, all I'm saying is it, 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 it's fun to, to see you on stage. Thank you, uh, back. And so I know, I know I'll know i see you around probably very Hell soon. Hell yeah. 
and uh, all the best. But we'll do this again, man, because this, this the, For the sure. audio was shit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it again. All right. Well, thanks. All right. I'll see you around. Thank you, back. Backy Gosh, boy. Out. See you around. All right. Don't call me backy, backy boy. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to answer are you, that. Are you, right, you going to kiss me on the cheek? Kiss me on the cheek? All right. Bye. There you go. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao.